The surge in hate crimes against Asian Americans only getting worse, and some of the accounts are extremely violent. Last night, a gunman entered three different Atlanta area spas and shot and killed eight people. A majority of the victims were Asian, and all but one were women. A brutal attack in New York is putting new focus on a wave of violence against Asian Americans. The White House announcing new measures to stop it. Jolene Kett now has more, and a warning, the video is disturbing. Asian hate is spilling over in America, and New Zealand isn't immune. A new report has highlighted the racism and discrimination felt by the Māori and Asian communities in New Zealand, with many experiencing discrimination since the start of COVID-19 pandemic, some even fearing for their personal safety. There's a warning from the New Zealand Asian community. Racism is rising and needs to be stopped before there's a tragic repeat of the Christchurch terrorist attack or the Atlanta spa shootings. Kia ora, I'm Jessie Chang and today on The Detail, what's the experience of our Asian community here? And in particular, a look at those who face racism on the front lines of health from the very people they're trying to care for. I have one instance says that couple, they come from, I think, UK and told me, you Asian, I'm paying you, that's why you're working here. And I said, excuse me? We are already citizen, but sometimes there's... You know, they don't know what they're what they're doing. Sometimes they judge you because of your accent. Racism against Asians isn't something new here in New Zealand, but COVID nineteen has taken things to a whole other level. With a new report from the Human Rights Commission highlighting the issues. To discuss the report findings further, we're joined by Race Relations Commissioner Ming Foon in Wellington. Morena Matua. Four in ten respondents, 39% uh, report having experienced discrimination since the start of the COVID-19 outbreak. It is a sad indictment, um, even since the beginning of COVID, that we continue this rhetoric of racism mm. towards Asian and Māori, and um, in the later case, uh, more particular Pacific people as well. Last month, spurred on by events in America, hundreds of people marched down Queen Street in the Auckland CBD, protesting against Asian hate and racism. When we undergo racism, we often keep it within ourselves. We hold that pain in. But now, this changes. We break our silence. We speak out today so we can create allies with one another, so we can share our experiences and realise that Asian racism, anti-Asian racism, is pervasive in New Zealand. But more than just numbers, statistics or protests, racism is something I've experienced myself. I was born in New Zealand the year my parents immigrated from Taiwan, and I look Asian. It helped that I grew up in Auckland, which at the time was already very multicultural, but the racism was still there. One incident that stayed with me was from when I was a primary school kid, a man following our car and getting out of it to confront mum and accuse her of buying her driver's licence because she slowed down to take a turn. I'm visiting my mum, Jenny Chang, now. I've translated her words. Mum, do you remember what happened on the night that we went to Middlemore to pick up Dad? I remember. We were at the hospital and we were in the thick of COVID, so both of us were wearing masks waiting for your father outside. Then a couple came along and 
the woman said some very racist things, calling us assholes and pointing the middle finger at us. You told her there was no need for that behaviour, but I called her an asshole back. <laughs> I just think when it comes to wearing a mask, there's a cultural difference. In Taiwan, we used to live in Kaohsiung, which is an industrial city. There's more air pollution and there's a lot of people. Wearing a mask is a habit in Taiwan to stop air pollution. But I know in New Zealand, normally you only wear a mask if you're sick or you just stay at home. Prior to COVID, I never wore a mask outside, even though I had bad hay fever or sometimes felt it was very cold in winter. I was always afraid to wear a mask. I only started wearing a mask outside during COVID-19. This behaviour and this discrimination really should not be happening. I only wore a mask during COVID times. Since I now live in New Zealand, I've tried to adapt to the culture and lifestyle here. In Chinese, there is a saying, Lu Jing Sui Zhu, which means if you enter a different region, follow their customs. Because she asked us why we were wearing masks, and she told us to go back to China. I was very angry. We were only wearing a mask because of COVID. And actually, I'm from Taiwan, not China. I do have ancestors who come from China, but I've only ever lived in Taiwan. To tell us to go back to China is incorrect. And she was also racist towards the nurse? Yeah. Yes, the nurse came out and apologised to us and said she had also been racially abused. I think discrimination impacts on the safety of others. Nurses need to wear masks. They need to be protected because of the large number of sick patients they interact with. In Taiwan, it doesn't matter if there is a pandemic or not. Every nurse wears a mask all the time. It's a normal habit and shouldn't be met with racism and discrimination. That nurse, like my mum and I, was also Asian. It was then that I wondered, while I may experience racism, what was it like being a frontline healthcare worker Figures from the Nursing Council show that Asian nurses make up more than a fifth of the nursing workforce in New Zealand. In the last financial year, more than 1,100 of them came over from the Philippines, the most of any foreign-trained nurses. That's followed by those from India, more than 900 of them. I spoke to two Filipino nurses who have lived in New Zealand for over a decade and have both worked in our managed isolation facilities. I have one instance says that there are a couple, they come from, I think, UK, and told me, you Asian, I'm paying you, that's why you're working here. And I said, excuse me? I'm, my tax is paying you here, that's why you're free <laughs> staying in the hotel, because she, she really did finger on Pointed me. Pointed fingers at you? Yes. 
I I don't know if they had a bad day or they don't like the food, but they vent out their um, anger on me. And I was like, excuse me, you don't do that. And said, I want to call, uh, who is the boss? I said, you want to call Dr. Ashley Bloomfield? You know, I was like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm still cool, but I said, you talk to Dr. Bloomfield Ashley. They are on Facebook. You chat on, because... <laughs> I the food and then yeah oh it's all Asians working here. I don't know what happened mm-hmm. with that couple, but I I put a complaint on on that because it's an incident report. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and and it happens that they are symptomatic, so they were transferred to Jet Park. So, mm-hmm. And I said to my colleague, do the <laughs> make it difficult for them, you know? Because but it was reported on my boss, and my boss was really. That attitude is not acceptable of what he they done. Cause yeah, I think they are or they are in their early forty, forties. Yeah. So do you feel like racism got worse over COVID? I think because I I think so. Yeah, it, it, because I think they said so. it started in China. <laughs> no, I think so because yeah. Because they just so upset, you know, what happened. Mm. We cannot control the the situation right now. But the way they like, they keep on blaming us about this pandemic. And (laughs) we don't want to have this coronavirus. Nobody likes it. But because of their frustration that they lose job. You know, for (laughs) me, I'm just widening my, my... my patience. I said, maybe because they lose their job, and they don't the have a job. job, and we have the job. You know, like when everybody have no job, there's no... Yeah. But you guys are doing the job that kind of no one else wants to do. You're working on the front yeah, lines. I know, but I mean, like, those guests that coming from Europe or other countries, like, they just venting out. Their, I think the mental illness is <laughs> racing, you know, is... Yeah. There's a lot of mental illness happening in the hotels, actually. It's not the coronavirus that we're treating. Yeah. It's their mental stress. state. Yeah. Mm. Stress, emotionally stressed. But I, I'm kind of just thinking, it, I don't think it's fair to um, give them that leeway because <laughs> even if you, uh, you do have mental illness, you are distressed, yeah. You shouldn't be taking that out on the staff who are serving you and being racially discriminatory towards the staff. But what can you do because human rights here is like, just accept it because they've been... I said, okay, so don't argue with them because they've been stressed, they've been upset with the 14 days isolations, they feel they've been locked down, they've been locked down in their country now, coming back to New Zealand, so you have to, like, wider your patience. And I said, okay. I said, I don't care. Okay, they paid me well, so I'm all right with it. (laughs) But, yeah, I know it hurts, but you just have to be tough. And... I don't think it's here. I said, those people are just ignorant. I hope, you know. You have to answer back and then politely. Yes. Instead of, you know, keep quiet. Yeah. But it's true. I really put it on the incident report. I that, That this guest, this couple is rude, attacking us, blah, blah, blah. I have to do it like... Uh, word for word what they say so that at least when they come back again when the other 
uh, nurse will do the guest at least oh wow there's a record of this so we have to be careful just get the temperature done and that's it for me i'm strong like but one of my colleague really cried she said i i want to quit this job you know because that's a quarantine on the isolation and she really quit i i don't want to mention name but yeah, she really quit because one of the guests said i don't think you asians like yeah she was verbally abused And I was like, I said, okay, give me that guest number because I will confront it and I will tell <laughs> tell the guest not to be rude. That is unacceptable. When was the first time that you experienced racism on your job as, as a nurse? When was that? I think two years ago, I do the plebotomist. I'm a plebotomist, you know, on the lab test. So what does that involve? You know, you're drawing blood. You know, when you go to the lab test and getting blood, and there is one, one family, because the daughter, I think it's, yeah, it's their daughter that I have. To, and they said, oh, you're taking, I want the other one, the kiwi. The kiwi <laughs> want to get the blood. Really? And I was like... I've been doing this for five years, <laughs> drawing blood, and it's, you know, it's insulting. Mm. But I said, if you don't let me, I said, you know, but I keep it cool. I said, I'm the most gentlest one that you could ever had because I'm very good in taking blood. <laughs> so, but no, maybe you're just practicing, you know, like that approach. So it happened again with the, in the covid Hotels and then in previews in the lab laboratory and I said I just like okay if you want it but I said she's I don't know with that family they're just so rude. How did that make you feel? I feel like I said I feel sorry for her. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sorry for the mother. I said goodness. But you have to keep it cool. Yeah. You have to, to be professional. Yeah. You, you just have to be approach. professional. And I don't take it by heart. Like I said, okay, I just have to let it go. Yeah. So did the uh, other nurse end up doing yes, the blood test? Yes, the other nurse did it. Wow. Yeah, because I don't want to make a scenario. you know. So I said to my boss, I said, she doesn't like me to take the blood. So... She wants the other one because she saw the other yeah, one. You have so, the right to choose also. You have the right to choose. So in the, yeah, the the health patient, the patient's right. So yeah, yeah. you the cannot argue right. with, I will, you know, you cannot insist on yeah. it. So you just have to go, okay, that's, that sucks. But, well, you have to just go on. I don't care, you know. Mm. <laughs> I don't care. I'm a citizen. <laughs> It's just a kind of, I guess, casual racism against Asians here in New Zealand, oh, yes, isn't it? There's, there's yeah. some, yeah. It depends, like, who they pick. It just it depends to the behavior of the patients or the client. Client, I say it client if it is on our guest when I work in the COVID, but patient when, yeah. Yeah, in your hospital. Mm. Yeah. I think we are more skilled than the other people. When it comes to plebotomy, we have more practice in the Philippines, actually, because the population is so big, you can practice a lot of Filipinos there. And we, when we came here, we're already, you know, trained. very trained, very experienced. And, uh, and I can see in the hospitals that 
the the best phlebotomists are Filipinos. Yeah. Yeah. And when they cannot they, they cannot hit the, the you know the old people and the very the children they will call Filipinos. <laughs> we practice a lot when we uh, in the Philippines, and they are not complaining. <laughs> hmm. And and for you, when was your first experience of racism on the job? I think um, there's a lot, but I don't really mind because it's not really that uh, upfront. So we, you can see in their reaction, their behavior, but. Yeah. You have to be, you have to be, you know, realistic that you're 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 here. You're from other countries. You have to adapt, and sometimes it, you realize that we are already citizen. But sometimes there's, you know, they don't know what they're what they're doing. I I, I just realized that because uh, some of them were already, I mean, just here in New Zealand. But we've been to different countries. And yeah, mm. but isn't <laughs> isn't it common decency to kind of you know treat the people who are caring for you the same as you would yeah. treat anyone else? Why should you have to accept racism? For me, I just find it like you know I don't want to argue because I said it's maybe it's just the, I don't want <laughs> to waste my time. And I said you just said behavior, and people are just ignorant. So mostly people who do that are those who are not been not been traveled, you know, like they are the one who haven't yeah. even they haven't experienced Usually going those to were less educated. Yeah, less yeah. educated, not been even going to Queenstown or <laughs> and I said, Goodness, they have the you know, the audacity to say that to you and I said, Yes, we're um, well educated and yes, we don't need to work but I just want to yeah. Yeah, because they think that when Asian comes here, oh, there's like slaves or what. I said, excuse me, with all the university that we had. <laughs> and and also, it really, you know, it becomes very obvious during the pandemic because mm. usually uh, with Trump's uh, statement regarding, you know, the Chinese uh, virus, something like that. And we are not Chinese, we're Filipino. And they, they took us uh, like... Yeah. They still mistake you for Chinese <laughs> people. For Chinese. They generalize yeah. things. And how long have you been here? Yeah, I've Who's been here for 12 years. 12 years. Yeah. And 10. My family uh, 10, 11 or 10, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. My family is over here. And also they can see we cannot change our accent anymore because we were already old when you came here. Sometimes they judge you because of your accent. You have an accent. That's it for today. I'm Jessie Chang. Thanks to my mum, Jenny Chang, and Filipino nurses in New Zealand who didn't want their names used. The details brought to you by newsroom.co.nz and made possible by RNZ and NZ On Air. You can get us downloaded free to your mobile device every weekday from any podcast platform. And if you're using Apple, please leave us a rating so others can find us too. Alex Aylett-McMillan engineered this episode and Alexia Russell produced it. Zai Chen.